Hi, and welcome to episode four of Merv Hughes Fishing. Jason Kennedy is with me. I'm Kevin Hillier. And without this bloke, the show would just be called Fishing, which would be pretty boring. <laughs> so we need Merv and Gregory uh-huh, Hughes, the great, the great winged warrior, uh, as he is at the moment. Now, yes, firstly, uh, now, this swing. is an, an audio podcast, but tell us what you've done, uh, what, what you've had well, we done. We spoke and- about it um, at length last week, fell off the back of the boat, uh, got to the doctors, confirmed, ripped the bicep off the bone, had to have the bicep uh, reattached in a sling for two weeks, in a brace for four weeks after that. So right. gets not, back it's to your, it's not your drinking arm, so you're com- right. Communication on a boat. <laughs> and his other arm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the bowling arm. Communication on a <laughs> boat. You too. Up, a lot of people deal with this lightly. You cannot deal with this like communication on a boat between skipper and people Kevin. on said boat. Kevin, the only painkillers he's been taking come in a carton. Yeah, I would have thought so. Uh, and this is the only fishing podcast with a laugh track now. Um, no, that was good. Yeah, well, there it is. Uh, we'll just keep running that down. Yes. No, so you're on the road to recovery all, all Oh, good. yeah. They're yeah, killing it. Yeah, loving it. You have any other works done while you were there? Ah, oh, yeah. Penis reduction. <laughs> Clearly. <Yeah. laughs> you asked. You asked. I did have to ask um, No, so definitely not. Um, let's uh, in, was it? Episode two or three of this, we spoke to yep. Jamie Milady down at um, Nico River, Nicholson River in, in East Gippsland about the Brim Classic, Twin Rivers Brim Classic. Yep. Uh, Jason and myself were down there. Jason come down on, on Sunday. I had planned to go down, take the boat down Friday, fish it, but unfortunately the wing warrior was useless and, and couldn't do anything. Um, but had what Jamie did put on for us was we went out on a Riviera and and um, had a cruise around the river, so yep. out the Nicholson River, up the Mitchell River to to what a place called the Gap, and just just beyond the Gap to the the cliffs there. Came back out of there, went over to Meetung, um, and then we went up the Tambo River, yep. up to Johnsonville. Mate, what a fantastic waterway! Even like if you've got a boat um, and you want to have a look around, and and so many options to fish, and I think there's about six hundred and eighty fishers obviously chasing bren. There was, oh wow. There was um, other other species caught, but um, given it was the Brim Classic, the Brim yeah, the ones a, that you wanted the, to get, the, the, the yeah. gold medal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a, a lot of big Brim caught, but uh, they're they saying some netters went through a couple of weeks ago, and obviously for the recreational fisher, the concerns down there is the netting that goes on. Um, is that illegal? On the, yeah, it is yeah. legal, yeah. Um, uh, and the, there's a real push. Um, towards the government down there, even state government, federal government, to buy the licences back, to open it up, to keep it a really sustainable recreational fishing area. Yeah, yeah that's right. And Jamie was saying, Kev, that back back in the 80s, they were sort of pulling out 400 tonne of black broom every year. Wow. And now it's down to 30 tonne. So, so in the last 30, 35 years, really, it's gone from 400 to 30 tonne. So... That's so we fished it out almost? No, no. The other thing too is that there were, I think there was 10 netting licences, and now I think there's only two, two or three. Yeah. But each each netter sure. can put out so 22 k's of yeah, uh, net. Of net, yeah. yeah 22 so kilometres of net. That's that's massive netting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and the thing about it, it doesn't discriminate. Um, like where the recreational fish are is is bound by size and and limits, so oh, bag limits. Oh, so they don't have to go through and no, chuck no, no, them all no. back yeah, and stuff. No. Oh, okay. No. So how does that work? What happens to them? They just well, they're it? professional fishers. Oh, they, okay. they just supply 
um, fish and chip shops. So it's not regulated at all from the point of view of the netting. It's not yeah. regulated. Oh yeah, oh, okay. yeah, no, it, uh, it is regulated yeah, as course, to yeah. a point. Yeah. Um, so they've got the times that they can go, and I think they said that a couple of netters had been out probably two weeks ago and, and put a bit of a dint in it because they had a another competition the week before and there wasn't much caught. But while they're well, they're saying there wasn't a lot caught, but the fish that were caught were big fish. Yeah, there's a lot of one point five. Yeah, yeah, a lot of one half kilos. Now, I know you're not David event. Attenborough, the David Attenborough, <laughs> the fishing world, but do the fish regenerate really quickly? Does that that, no, that area no, come back quick brim. or takes a while? It, it uh, probably takes a broom cave up to eight, ten years to get to what we call legal size, of twenty eight okay. centimeters. And, and of course, by the way, it's, it's different in all states. So, so of course, if you listen to this, they got yellowfin broom in, in New South Wales and Queensland, but but down there in in, in Gippsland. Um, eight to ten years, and and for a for a fish like we're saying, a one and a half kilos might be thirty years old, and they're sort of the prime, wow. sort of one to one and a half kilos are the prime breeders. So of course, if you're raping that uh, that particular factor, yeah. of course it just it just comes back to the zero, zero yeah. yeah. So yeah. And it doesn't. But it was a great weekend. I tell you what, the the weather god certainly turned <laughs> it on. Kev got down there Friday night, a little bit miserable. I must say, you were or the weather was a bit of both. just like it was very cold, um, scattered showers, and then sort of fairly heavy rain came yep. through. And uh, woke up to clear blue skies both Saturday and Sunday, and and two really good fishing days. And, and while it was a little bit cold early in the morning when we lost the sun in the afternoon, um, gee, that that cruise that we did around. Um, just the people on the banks fishing and the amount of boats there it was was a fantastically run tournament. And if you're a keen fisher, sit down, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> that's, just, that's just cost him a slab, hasn't yeah, it, Kev? No, no, He's no, on his phone no. on in the well, studio. Well, normally not a good look. Good luck getting that out. <laughs> yes. Well, how do you turn this This is his oh, first time no, on radio, Kev. Well, while you're yeah, working no, sorry, sorry about that. That's very unprofessional of me yeah. <laughs> um, or unprofessional, whichever way you want that's to say. Okay. But it was a fantastic Fantastic um, fishing competition, and if you're around, they've set the dates for next year. I think it's about the twenty second, twenty third. Yeah, it's always the, the final weekend, weekend of your school holidays yeah. in, in Victoria. Yeah. Okay. So if if you're around, you want to do some brim fishing in the middle of winter next year, uh, mate. I'll, I'll certainly be going back. It was fantastic. Which which isn't a bad a bad topic, Kev. Like we sort of it's winter now in Australia. Yep. So us Victorians really go sort of surf fish and move, catching some salmon off the beaches, or pretty much it's it's brim or calamari. Yeah. You can still get the winter whiting, but it varies in each each different state, so it'll be interesting to sort of speak to our guest, which is coming up, what, yep. what he's going to do on the We are going to head coast. north to yeah. where it's a little warmer and talk to uh, Robbie Lang from the Coffs Coast Sport Fishing. That's coming up next here on Merv Hughes Fishing. Merv Hughes Fishing World. Now, guest today on the program is Rob Lang from uh, Coffs Coast Sport Fishing. G'day, Rob. G'day, guys. How are you? Uh, Robbie, how are you, mate? Now, as your well business name would... Um, Indicate Coffs Coast, Coffs Harbour. Um, so you, you run some charters out of Coffs Harbour. How things? How things been? How's the winter been for you up there? Yeah, the winter's been a bit slow. In we've sort of been pretty windy a lot of the time, but there's uh, it's been some good fish around. Mostly it's pretty slow on the pelagic front, but um, the inshore reefs are producing a lot of snapper and pearl perch and the old, odd big cobia turning up. Well, pelagics don't really turn up until it gets a bit warmer, does it? Is that right? Yeah, that's right. We're still sort of following the uh, sea surface temperature charts at the moment to see if any of the yellowfin and bluefin that sort of from about Newcastle down to Sydney are getting at the moment in big numbers will we'll push on up here. We probably need the water to drop about two degrees before we get any get any of the big tuna. We're still sort of out wide at about 21 degrees and 
we're just sort of looking for that to tick under sort of 20 down towards 19 if it happens and then it should be uh some pretty good tuna fishing for us but that hasn't happened yet so it's uh yeah mostly reef fishing so when you're talking about reef fishing and and going out in blue water um you do have an alternate plan if the weather comes in because you've also got a, a very good bass fishery up there too yeah we do but this time of year we don't really target them it's you're you're allowed to target them but you're not allowed to keep them we don't keep them anyway but it's actually uh spawning season for them yeah so uh which runs through till the till the end of august but um yeah i mean we do have an incredible bass fishery all the all the creeks and and rivers are uh very very sort of good good bass fishing areas so yeah we've been getting a few but we sort of given it is spawning season we try to leave them alone for the next couple of months yeah robbie jk here how you going mate yeah, good, JK. How are you? <laughs> yeah, been a long, long time no see. But is the hot currents tournament still still up and going this year? Um, it will be, but what's happened? We've just because the I mean, long history. There was a split in the the game clubs up here, sort of six or seven years ago. And this year, I was actually nominated for president of the Coffs Harbour Club, and we've done a lot of work, and we've just gone through a lengthy progress uh, process, but the Two clubs being the Coffs Harbour Game Fishing Club and the Solitary Islands Game Fishing Club were just amalgamated, uh, which is great news for Coffs Harbour. So rather than sort of having two split clubs, we're now back uh, with one club. We've got a, our inaugural AGM in about three weeks' time where the new committee will be selected and then um, hopefully it's on, onwards and upwards and uh, we'll get the hot currents back on track. So it's just uh, timing's dependent. We normally used to have it in November, but... Unfortunately, November doesn't work for us uh, yeah, really yeah. anymore because of the Coffs Harbour uh, car rally, and they closed the boat ramp for two or three weeks over that period, so it's not really fair on the trailer boat fishermen to run a tournament when they have no access to a <laughs> boat ramp. So, uh, yeah, it definitely will be on, but it's looking more like probably March next year. Yeah, United, United we stand. <laughs> so um, two, two clubs become one, and you'd imagine there'd be – um, a little bit of push and shove about who's got the bigger penis at the urinal when you've got um, two two sporting body or two um, angling clubs there. But to have it under one roof, is that going to make things a lot easier, Robbie, up there? Yeah, it'll make it a lot better because I think, you know, on sort of competition days, you've had both clubs struggling to get enough boats out. So, you know, what it basically means, we go from sort of each club having 50 members, so we'll have a club with 100 members and rather than having five or six boats out on any given day, we'll sort of have 15 or 20 given boats out on any day. And, you know, who's got the biggest penis? Well, I, I don't know. But I've got the biggest boat, man. <laughs> but when, you, when you've got two clubs, and whether it's two cricket clubs, whether it's two football clubs, whether it's two angling clubs in the same area, it's push and shove over to see you can get the most power instead of just common sense prevailing and saying, hey, hey guys, let's listen. Let's work together. Let's maybe even get under the same roof because there's a, a a lot of guys want to keep their own patch, isn't there? Yeah, there is. And then you sort of have the the issue that you know if you've got new people coming, then you're chasing the same, you know, chasing new members and yeah. both club are chasing them. Where if it's all under the one banner, you're working together. And as you know, you sort of in any any club, there's going to people are going to have differences, and that's just life. So you put the differences aside, concentrate on the fishing. 
and hopefully sort of Coffs Harbour from a club point of view can become a real powerhouse again. Now, Merv, in, in all sports, as you know, there's diehards and then there's absolute nut diehards. And Robbie's a nut diehard. Game fishing is his actually forte. But Robbie, I know it's like trying to pick which is your favourite kid, but just, just, just to our listeners, just give us a rundown of your favourite lures for blue marlin, black marlin, and of course striped marlin, what colours and what patterns works the best up there at Coffs. Um, uh, my favourite lures, I mean, yeah, there's lots of different lure, lure manufacturers, and I think, you know, a lot of them are very similar. They probably sort of uh, get copied. I tend to use the blue marlin, the, um, the bigger Hawaiian lures. Uh, I mean, colour-wise, I don't think I, I can never go past uh, a lure that's got a, a lot of pink in it. They seem to do very well. Um, you know, when we fish for the little black marlin, uh, the smaller, obviously, smaller profile lures a lot better. But what we've sort of been doing the last couple of years, and it's way more uh, successful, is sort of once you sort of find where the, the smaller black marlin are on the inshore reefs and holding on the bait, we tend now to almost 100% of the time just live bait. So that will be slow trolling live baits or yeah. we'll tow a big, um, I don't know if you're out uh, your listeners have seen them, but they're called a dredge. So it's like a almost sort of big kind of metal coat hanger type thing with a lot of arms and yeah. or little sort of lures or lures or flashy things hanging off it. And you'll tow that behind and quite often then the little black marlin will come up on it. So you're either towing baits on the side of it or you're watching the dredge, see the marlin come up and, and drop a live bait back to it. It's uh seems to be a much better hookup rate and also you know given we're using live baits and we're using circle hooks it's much better on the fish because you're hooking them in the mouth they're not getting gut hooked or anything yeah um and sort of seems to be a quicker fight and you just can get them to the boat quicker so they're in a much healthier state and release them to go and swim another day and it a lot of the tagging, and we tag all our fish, and a lot yep. of the tagging programs are sort of showing that. We had, I think last year, we had a fish here that we caught, and 42 days later, that same little black marlin was caught off Wollongong and released safely again. Oh, incredible. Wollongong. Geez, they cover some <laughs> yeah. territory, don't they? <laughs> oh, they do, and that was in, yeah, I think it was 42 days later. So, And like, um, like you say, those circle hooks are, are fantastic because they, they do um, hook in the mouth and you don't, you don't go to the fish. And when you're releasing fish, you, you've got to think about what hooks you're using because there's a lot of people that don't give that any thought, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, there is. And if you're just sort of using it, you know, sticking a J-hook into a live bait or something, quite often the fish will then swallow that and you'll end up gut hooking the fish which is oh. uh yeah is no good and i mean they have actually outlawed in all the tournaments and stuff we fish it's actually outlawed to um to use j hooks it's circle hooks only because it provides a far healthier uh release for, for the fish uh, you'll notice that our good mate kevin hillier over here has gone a little bit quiet when we're talking about game fishing um because he's <laughs> Whole, you know, do we that, eat them? Do we you know, eat them? You, <laughs> you know that little fishing game where they got magnets in the pool that's when you have bit. a bath. That's that's all the fishing that Kevin does. <laughs> um, now, mate, with with your uh, company up there, Coffs Coffs Coast Sports Fishing, um, yep. you, you provide accommodation so people can jump online, have a look at you, um, sort out when to go fishing, and when when they're doing that, obviously they're going to talk to you about when's the best time to go fishing for the the best fish and while jk's spoken about the marlin i know you're really keen on the marlin what other fishing do you like doing uh, apart from the marlin 
Oh, well, you know, that's the other side. And probably, you know, most of my charters, obviously, we do like doing the game fishing, but the sort of common theme with most people is, you know, maybe a little bit of uh, game fishing, but they love the reef fishing. So we target, um, you know, either using bait or soft plastic or jigs, the reef species. So it's very good snapper fishing up here. Um, Pearl perch, we do a lot of, uh, you know, people want a little bit more sport and things that pull a little bit harder. It's, We've got an awesome kingfish fishery. Yeah. Um, you guys have come and fished around, you know, solitary South Solitary Island and and stuff. So yeah, basically all your reef species. Um, so your snapper, pearl perch, uh, trag. We've got some good juice offshore jewfish spots. Um, then you know there's the, the things like oh, we obviously target the kingfish, but then we've got Samson fish. Yeah. Uh, the cobia come in. We target all of that either on the wahoo well, yeah. Wahoo. Gee, you got. You got a lot to choose from there, obviously. Um, like, like, but which, which one do you like going after? So, if you if you had your choice, you're, you've got a day off. It's a beautiful yep. day. You go out fishing. What do you target? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I love, a little bit lazy in my old age. We go. Um, <laughs> what I do love targeting is we go out and fish for uh, gem fish and and blue eye with the electric reels in about 500 meters of water. Okay, and then it's uh, yeah, that's you know people mightn't call that fishing but it is it's very uh you know whereas you're not wine, very specialized to wind something in 500 yeah. meters but <laughs> yeah. but it, you know you're looking at that rod and it's the tiniest little tap 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 on the end and um yeah so we've been sort of getting blue eye up to about 30 kilos um you know on its day that's a that's a lot of fun and i do like the uh targeting the snapper and stuff yeah. on the soft plastics, which uh, we've done a lot of. Kev, Kev's looking here. He's looking very unimpressed by the blue eye, but the blue eye is one of the best eating fish in the state. Ah, sun. now we're talking. The best. Oh, oh, we're best. eating them. Good. Oh, mate, hey, uh, hey, Rob, when you say little black marlin, how big a fish are you talking about? Okay, we get – they're mostly sort of juniors. In the the majority of them are probably 20 to 30 kilo, but that's the fun thing because in amongst them you'll get fish up to 100 kilo. And sure. when we're just – and when – we're only fishing light tackles, so when we target them, we're using sort of 10 to 15 kilo gear, which you can knock a you know 20, 30 kilo fish off in probably five minutes. But when a 100 kilo kilo fish eats your live bait and you're on uh, only on 10 kilo mono, Lucky. it could be uh, <laughs> quite a struggle. I better tell Kevin. One with that time, we'll probably fish in about two big long drop kicks off a of southwest rock. So you can see the land cap. You can actually, I don't know, you can probably throw a cricket ball that far and we're catching black marl and that, that close to land. Wow. Yeah, it was incredible, incredible Gee, show. Was, yeah. They're obviously, uh, I mean, they're sport. You talk about sports fishing. They're obviously a bit of fun to, to fish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Plus, it's mostly visual as well. Like, as Robbie said, they'll come up behind the teaser. You'll see them. You'll throw the bait back. And it's a bit like moving when we went to Broome and we were sailfish. And yeah. you can actually, they come up behind. And, yeah. and of course, because they're aerobatic as well, Kev, it's just great fishing. That yeah. means they jump. <laughs> Very big. Oh, here we go. Uh, Rob, appreciate your time. Uh, Coffs Coast Sport Fishing is uh, where people should check it out. Thanks yeah. for your time. Uh, really appreciate it. Awesome, guys. Have a good day. See, See, you, See you, mate. Bye, so mate. All, all year round, if you're looking to, to get up there on holidays, if you're looking to, to book a two, three-day trip, you'll cater for anything. Robbie, he's fantastic. He knows what he's doing. We've been up there a couple of times. Unfortunately, the times I've been up there with JK, we've been blown off the water. So windy. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a little. <laughs> but he's bit, talking about water temperature at the moment, at twenty yeah. degrees. It's, it's a little yeah. bit weather dependent. In my dreams. Yeah, but it's a little bit weather dependent, <laughs> yep. obviously. But gee, you get up there, and even like 
We, we had a, a shocking day one day, and we're coming back in, and, you know, the, the backside's uh, dragging along the ground, the bottom loop's yeah, floating. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. we've, we've hooked the wahoo not far out of um, out of coughs. So, you know, it just brightens the day Happy up. So days. And like you said there, there's just so many options. There are so many options. So if you get a chance to get up the coughs, um, give Robbie Langer a call, and, and he'll look after There's no doubt about that. Coffs Coast Sport Fishing. You heard him. Robbie Lang, right here on Merv Hughes Fishing. You're listening to Merv Hughes Fishing, uh, thanks to uh, Rob Lang from Coffs Coast Sport Fishing. Get in touch with him if you want that uh, 20 degree temperatures. Oh, that'd be nice right at the moment, 20 degree water temperatures. Made in the side, it'd be about 23, 24 degrees at least. Now, boys, it's that time of the year where you're going to start gearing yourself up to get ready for the for the, the warmer weather here in Victoria and uh, all over Australia. You're, you're so what do you, boat and do you want to talk into the microphone? <laughs> yeah, the microphone's ever. That's how this radio uh, anyway. podcasting thing works. Well, you're, hey, you bring you bring the professional to the radio. I bring the professionals to the fishing. All right. So thank you for pointing that out. Tell now, me, this tell time me what of I year, need to do. Are, are you going to be getting your boat and your fishing gear ready for the onslaught in yes. September, October? Yes, I am. I've got what them. do you do to prepare? Well, I just get the little box out that's got the little plastic boat. It's called a tackle yeah, box. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what what do, what do you do? Well, this this time of year, it's um, if you're not fishing, like the the real hardcore fishers will still be out, and as Jay said just before the break, um, to to be out uh, chasing bream, squid, uh, winter whiting, uh, salmon. So the the salmon come in on on the the coast a lot of a lot of um, surf fishers chase salmon this time of year, yeah. and they they're great fun. They're not great eating, but they're great sports fish, aren't they? Yeah. But um, just just get just. Going through your gear this time of the year, if you're not out, just to make sure that that your hooks are right, your sink, you've got plenty of sinkers, you've got plenty of leader, um, that your reels are are, are well lined. Yeah. I mean, this time How of year. How often do you do maintenance on your boat? Hey? How often do you do maintenance on your boat? You know, you service your car when it does yeah. things, but what do you do with boats? Well, same thing. Yeah, yeah same thing. Okay. So, okay. so basically you – Get the trailer ready, the motor, yeah. the whole nine yards. But with, a, with a boat, it's, it's not so much distance as in, in time. So there's, okay. I think there's a, a service after the first 10 hours and then it's 100 hours after that and then okay. every so many hours after that. So it might be a couple of hundred hours. It just depends on the motor, doesn't it, Josh? Yeah, you're correct. And it's just a service history, Kev. Yep. No. yep. Can they do? Can they do them at the bottom of the ocean like they have to do with unsinkable one? Oh, yeah, no, unsinkable one. We don't want to talk about unsinkable one. <laughs> and that, it's is a now beautiful good, boat, unsinkable. Uh, now, obviously, it's a good time to pick up bargains and stuff too. Do you, now, where do you do? Do you shop online? Do you shop in store? What do you? What, what do you? Or do you work a combination of the, both those things if you're looking to I get? I know in, where Jason's going to go here. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I don't know. Um, well, it depends. Depends is if you know what you're, you're doing. If you know what you're doing and know exactly what you want, and probably the times for specials are, are over because really, when people are preparing for the season, they're looking to buy. Probably, oh, I thought oh, I turned that Two on slabs, silent. Kev. Two slabs. <laughs> keep Jeez. it going. Keep. If you've got Merv's number, keep calling him. Oh, oh. Gee, where's Jacko and I'll be going uh, to Alcoholic Anonymous on the. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean you'll Again. be going? <laughs> you'll be going back. Um, but yeah, so it, it's an interesting one. So um, probably when the, when the autumn kicks in and the the bad weather comes in, and that's. Sort of March, April. Yep. That's where you tend to find a lot of your specials. So, what what um, fishing shops are doing and tackle shops are doing is that they get getting rid of last year's stock. Yep. And then they get in the new stock 
and they'll start selling the new stock now. Yeah, yeah, How are we going with that? <laughs> Seriously. Can you test three slabs? <laughs> Kevin, come on. Is, is that you calling him, Kevin, no, see, uh, under the desk? The beauty of podcasting is so you can do anything you like. Um, <laughs> but also, We're a professional unit here at Move. He's fishing. There's no doubt about that. Well, as I say, you take your phone out fishing with you. Why can't you do it on a fishing podcast? Yeah, evidently, Kevin. In case of emergencies, you <laughs> yes. should have to, that's exactly right. Yeah. Someone obviously needed to get to you very is this very, live? Yeah. People are ringing Some, in live. Someone obviously <laughs> needed to get to you in a, an emergency situation. You need to have your phone on. But also, Kev, this is the time of year, and Merv can probably back this up to get points in the bank. Just, just spend some time with the family. Yep. Go do shopping all, with the missus. Do all those things that <laughs> yeah. you need to do so as you've got every weekend free come September. Yes. Which September. you'll have free because we won't be having any football commitments to look at during September so you can fish. No, no. Unfortunately, the Bulldogs this year are... Uh, yeah. Just uh, off off the boil, Kevin. All over Red Rover, they <laughs> off say the in the boil. classics. Don't forget to check out Robbie Lang. Uh, that's the Coffs Coast Sport Fishing. Uh, just uh, Google them and you'll get the, uh, the website and all that stuff. Um, yeah, if you want to make a booking, uh, I think there's a phone number there. You can you can call him up. And he's got accommodation there. So yep. he'll cater for three, four people. Yeah, correct. Um, go up there. It's a lovely make a part weekend of the world. Make, oh, great it's part a beautiful of the world. part of yeah. the world. Um, and then again, rely on him. If you haven't got a set time, if you just want you know, two days or four days out yep. fishing, um, get him to have a look at the tides. Um, what's the best for that that time that you're looking at going? If you're looking um, to you know, get yeah. a little black marlin, a little 20 yeah. kilo black marlin yeah. or some snapper or some perch yeah. or whatever it is. Pearl perch. Yeah, pearl, pearl perch. Is, it, is there various sorts of perch, aren't uh, there? there? There are about a million types of perch. I know the ones that are on when you sit in the fish and chip shop and they've got that map of the, the world's fish yeah. that you're about to eat. The, yeah. There's about three or four perches there. Yes. They're the uh, ones good I on know. You keep reading that. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll test you on it next <laughs> time. Next week I'm going to test you on it. <laughs> We're going to have the fish and chip shop um, poster Move and Hughes special. What, what Australian fish are on that fish and chip shop poster. Okay, I look forward to it. Move yeah. Hughes, uh, good recovery. What, what uh, After the physio? Uh, yeah. 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 You're meeting him in the front bar of the yeah. Hyde Hotel? Yes. Or, yeah. yeah. Thank you, JK. JK, you're a star. Hey, Kevin, thank you very much. Nice, thanks for fishing. listening.